so yeah, I was I was on the internet and looking for you know, like I was I was looking for a young Jake Lloyd cutout and there's this website that you can like just print out your own uh like whatever photo you want and turn it into a cardboard cutout, right? Because I legitimately there are tons of websites with like Star Wars character um, you know, cutouts and standees and stuff like that. But there were none that had a young Jake Lloyd Anakin, which was really bumming me out. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, and so I I went onto the one with the the custom ones, and you can order a custom cutout that's like I think it's like four feet tall or something, um, with your own photo, but it's like two hundred bucks. And so I was really really like debating if two hundred dollars would be worth it just to have a life size cutout of Jake Lloyd as Anakin Skywalker and carry it around at conventions just going oh that is so wizard annie you know yeah like that one in look at what huh Huh? what what are you saying (laughs) it's just it would have been like it would have been one of the most specific things i could have done because like not only is it an inside joke from our podcast but it's an inside joke from our podcast from like when we had like 20 listeners like it would be one of the most specific things I could ever possibly do and probably wouldn't have much payoff, but... I no, I don't think people would get it at all. No. Yeah, not ever. They'd just be like, why the fuck does that guy have a cardboard cutout of Jake Lloyd and why is he carrying it around at all times? Talking and why to does it? he keep saying that is so wizard, Annie? That's so <laughs> weird. Yeah, I'd have a, I would have a five-minute timer that just reminded me to keep saying it. Hey, uh, you know what else is so wizard? The Savage Land... Welcome back to the Savage Land. Here we are in the Savage House with all the Savage Dragon. Super exciting. Everybody's like fucking amped and ready to go. We're going to talk about all the dopest shit in the world that you ever wanted to hear us talk about because just chock full of dope shit. Woohoo. Hi, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo. Yeah. Hooray. Bringing the, bringing the, bringing the funk. Who, Everybody's bringing the funk today. Who's, who we got in the land? Uh, I introduced myself. My name's Matt. I'm bringing the funk. <laughs> oh, did, you didn't say Matt. Did he? He didn't introduce himself. Rachel, did he? I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty he did. Sure I did. Did you? I don't know. I'm, if I didn't, I, whatever. I did. I just did. Bringing the funk. And That's I'm. <laughs> I'm. I'm Jason. <laughs> I'm Rachel. We. Uh, and, uh, uh, Jason and Rachel are like 95 percent dead. So I'm just trying to be. <laughs> Be real exciting and and bring in the funk. Yeah, for today for the listeners, uh, apologies because Rachel, Rachel and myself, who are both very very talkative, normally uh, might not be as as talkative or amped because because we we both weirdly coincidentally enough, Rachel and I had separate brushes with with food allergies today, so we're we're feeling feeling it. Yeah. That's why you guys need to stick to a strict diet of whiskey and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I I'd feel better if I did. 
Well, probably not. Probably not. Cigarettes make me throw up. Yeah, now. cigarettes are cigarettes are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've never I've never smoked a cigarette, but I can't imagine that would ever help with anything. You've never smoked a cigarette? Never. I when I was in high school, all of my friends were big cigarette smokers, and that was like a a big point of contention between myself and my friends is that I wouldn't smoke, and they really like to smoke. So, huh? Yeah. And you wouldn't be cool and smoke with them. Yeah, I know. They were like, they were like, dude, look how cool you would be. And I was like, I don't know, man. That might not be cool. Um, get, just see what I did there. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things. I don't know why. I just never quite, uh, never gave into that one. Well, good. Yeah, it's it's, they're stupid, right? They are stupid. Yep, they're stupid. Um, Yeah, any listener we have who smokes a cigarette is dumb. Just kidding. Let's not alienate anybody here. I, I, I know, I I've kidding. quit. I smoked for many years and quit, so I'm a quitter. You can quitter. too, and if you don't want to, that's okay. But, like, I'm sorry. Also, for your lungs. Yeah. Yeah. I smoked for a long time. It was stupid. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah. What's, what are we, what's going on in the catch-ups, guys? Just talking about how much smoking affected our lives. <laughs> <laughs> On this very morbid savage land. On uh, this very morbid savage land, we're going to talk about things we've done to our bodies that we shouldn't have. Oh, don't get me started that's, on that. Am I right? That, that's Fetish club. Yeah, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I regret that falling out of my mouth as soon as it did. <laughs> oh, I've heard that before. Believe me. Oh. More. Yeah. Um, uh, well, wait. St- Rachel, have you seen Kong yet? No, motherfucker! I, I, I didn't do anything. Easy. I'm sorry. Easy, Jason. Easy. I was, dude. I'm, I'm about to punch this window. Okay. I, I've been sick all weekend, and then I made myself sicker thinking I could eat stuff that I couldn't. So, yeah. Hooray! Yay! See, I would feel totally better about it if I ate something that I knew was gonna fuck with me. But it was just like I was eating some goddamn enchiladas. And like literally two bites in, I was like, "Fuck! What is happening to my body? This sucks." Are you sure, are you sure there wasn't peanuts in it? I'm pretty is there sure. Like a peanut sauce. Sometimes or they put something? peanuts in that shit, or I, they use peanut oil. It might have been like yeah, peanut oil or peanut sauce or something like that. But I asked the guy, I was like, "Hey, were there peanuts in that?" And he's like, "No, not at all." And I was like, "Okay." And I literally, <laughs> I was just like, and I didn't want to feel you're bad. Like, okay, like as your <laughs> as your throat swells up. Yeah, no, it was fuck. It was so bad. Um, As you look like Martin Short from Dumb Luck. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird reference! That's a very weird reference. <laughs> but you remember when he gets stung by the bee? Yeah. <laughs> you know, my chock full of those. My mouth, like my lips, were were definitely uh, swelling up pretty quick. Um, huh. Yeah, it got it. Maybe was you're, fucking ma- bad. Ma- maybe you're maybe you're just now allergic to Mexican food, and your life's going to be worse, dude. If I weren't able to eat Mexican food, I don't know how I would survive. No, I, I know it's like some more or less a staple. Yeah, I mean, to the to, to the degree that you know, like a tortilla is a, is an appropriate snack sometimes. Just a tortilla, mm. not yeah, quite I that. Do that. Yeah, <laughs> you can put cheese on it if you wanted to, but you don't have to. You could just eat the tortilla. Yeah, I, I usually just go grab me a tortilla. Yeah, and I'll eat just it. eat a tortilla. <laughs> I'm not. I'm definitely not there. I don't like tortillas as a snack. I like bread as a snack, but tortillas, mm, no. All right, you guys get your ketchup out of the way because then I'll go at the end. Okay. 
uh, Rachel is is. I run this show thing? strict. Yeah, catch up now. Oh, Rachel, is oh. it your turn or mine? I don't know. It's Rachel's turn. I I don't really have a whole lot because I was dead. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I finished Iron Fist. The show. Yeah. How did you like Iron Fist the show? <laughs> <laughs> Meh. Yeah. Iron Meh. Fist the show the ride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you, Rach. I, I finished it as well, and I was just like, wow. That was something I watched for 13 hours. No, as soon as I finished it, I actually finished it at work, and it was like, I can't believe I just watched that whole thing. Well, that's wildly unfortunate. Yeah. I haven't finished it yet. You guys aren't giving me a lot of gusto to finish it. It's. I will say, here's what I will say, is that the last three or four episodes are better than the first nine <laughs> Yeah, no, they're way better. Like, there's actually stuff going on, and yeah, it is interesting. It is. It's interesting. It's just not compelling. I think is the biggest problem. Um, and I, I just don't like Danny. Yeah, he's kind of a fuck. He's. He's kind of a fuck. A he's, fuck. I don't know. Like, he's really fuck. whiny, and I just wanted him to shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Danny. Shut up, Danny Rand. Shut up, Danny Rand. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I I think one of the biggest problems with that show is that there wasn't there wasn't a clear enemy at any point. Like the, no, the enemy in the show almost the entire time is like entirely ambiguous. And so when because there's a point at the show in which the perspective turns and it's like, oh no. The, maybe the enemy is somebody else, but you're like, well, shit, I like that's not a twist for me because I didn't even know that the first person was the enemy. Like, yeah. It, oh, uh, I thought they were the enemy, but now they're not, and this person is. Oh, wait, no, this person is. Yeah, like it was really inconsistent. Yeah, like there there was a point in the show where they tried to do a twist where they were like, oh shit, you thought that this was going on, but it's really this. But you're like, well, no, because. I never thought that the first thing you thought I thought was going on was going on. Like, <laughs> well, y- you just didn't pick up on the subtle cues. Uh, That's why you don't play Grand Theft Auto when you play video ge- when you watch movies. Oh, fuck off! TV. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I listened to last week's episode today. <laughs> I, po- I I apologize to listeners. That was my fault about the recording. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't horrible, Jason. I feel. It's pretty actually pretty bad that Jason had to stay up super late. Yeah, and edit that while I was uh, recovering from poop day. <laughs> oh poop day! Oh Ooh, old poop day! Good old poop day! It's all it's all it's all water in the sky, as uh-huh. they say. Mm. Coming down is God's tears in the form of rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be pooped right <laughs> out on poop day. Pooped out on poop day. Um. <laughs> when it rains too much, you pee your bed. <laughs> you must check it out. Um, yeah. <laughs> why you don't? Why it's a bad idea to let Matt take control of the podcast? <laughs> Rachel Shit just gets weird, weird, weird. <laughs> what, what else? What else did you do besides fist, finish Iron Fist, Rachel? <laughs> I, almost, I almost said Fist Iron Fist. <laughs> Like, <laughs> easy, easy, Tiger. Iron fisting. 
That, that's, oh. that's my private business. <laughs> oh, it hurts so bad to laugh. <laughs> no. Um, I, I did watch another Scientology documentary. Jesus. <laughs> Rachel, you I, might have I, a problem. I sw- I sw- one of these days, Rachel's going to be like, sorry guys, can't do the podcast anymore. I'll be like, why? She'll be like, Turns out Scientologists, they're right. They're <laughs> right the whole time. They were right <laughs> Except all along. Zenu. Is it Zenu? Yeah, it's yeah. Zenu. Except it's Zenu. It would be better if it was Xanadu. Oh, I would accept oh, yeah, Xanadu would. so fast. I, I would totally roller skate through life. I would too. But or Zardoz. Anyway. No, it, it was called My Scientology Movie. And it was by a, a British fella. That's a pretty unoriginal name. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that out there. Yeah. The way the way <laughs> he did name. it was, he took like other people that were involved in Scientology, and he wanted to show them situations like what it was actually like. So he actually cast parts of the main people in Scientology, like David Miscavige and Tom Cruise, and then recreated situations you could actually see it huh if that makes sense not really like reenactments yes but in real life yeah like they were all in, all in a room and you know he cast all the parts and had them recreate these people's experiences Sounds like a terrible so it wasn't just show. them telling you hey this guy yelled at me and then he punched me in the face like they actually recreated everything my, and it was pretty oh, violent. Weird. That is a little weird. I think that what might have happened is that for for the titling of it, that he just kind of like saved the file while he was working in in Avid or whatever. He just saved the file and it just went with the default. You know, like when you when you save a video file, it's just like my video or my movie or whatever. I think that maybe he just saved it and it went to the default name on whatever software he was using. That's just my hunch, guys. I'm not. Oh, was it? I'm not. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, right, yeah, was it good? Yeah. It was really good. Like okay. it, it was interesting to actually see the recreations because it was very intense. But at the same time, he did it in a very comedic way. If that makes sense as well. How so? He was just a really funny guy. Like he just wasn't like playing around with any of the Scientologists that he encountered. He's. It was just. He's really had a bizarre. goofy nose. <clears throat> eh, he's pretty goofy looking, but <laughs> who am I to judge? <laughs> but no, it it was really good. It actually is pretty funny. There's some intense moments, and they he shows a lot of their recruitment videos, which I've never seen before, which are just fucking bizarre. Huh. I, I don't even know how to explain them. So there's a lot in it that me being as involved in learning about Scientology, I haven't seen before. Huh. Okay. So wow. that's what I liked about it. If there's ever so something that Rachel hasn't seen about Scientology, that's a pretty amazing accomplishment. That's true. <laughs> is this is the sequel is going to be called Not Another Scientology Movie? <laughs> I hope so. Directed by Marlon Wayans. No, God, no. We need more Wayans, guys. We really don't. (laughs) We've got enough. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Got enough from In Living Color. Well, and the scary movie one and two were pretty good. Yeah, those were pretty good. 
Yeah, see? There's more to the weigh-ins than you give them credit for. And I like uh, Damon Wayans Jr. He's on New Girl. Yeah. He's actually pretty funny. Isn't he Isn't he in the stupid Lethal Weapon TV show? Isn't he like the replacement for Danny Glover? Actually, I think so. Ugh, I so haven't dumb. seen it, but I... I'm pretty positive that he's in it. Speaking of like stupid TV shows, one night at work, I was just waiting to go home and that new MacGyver was on. Oh boy. God, what a pile of garbage. That's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, who plays MacGyver? Lucas I Till. I don't even know. Some guy with it's... big hair. Is that really his name, Jason? Yeah, his name's Lucas Till. He's he played Good Havoc. Lord, you pulled that at- you pulled that out. Wait. Oh, the guy who played Havoc? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's where I've seen that's, me from. Yeah, that's but where he, I pulled that from. He's He's got some pretty big MacGyver hair. It's not the mullet, but it's still pretty big. Is it? Is it like trying too hard to MacGyver MacGyver? No. Like, sense? it's a stupid <laughs> just crime show. Like, I'm watching it expecting, you know, how's he going to MacGyver his way out of this? Has <laughs> he got like a Q-tip and some the gun? Answer is, and, the answer is he finds a gun and he, shoots people. He, Yeah, he didn't do anything. MacGyver <laughs> just ran away. You know what? You know Stupid. What? We should all just watch MacGruber. Yes. Oh, I'll watch MacGruber. Because MacGruber's the, <laughs> MacGruber's the best. I agree. Didn't MacGruber start out as like a Pepsi commercial? I don't know. Or, or like a skit or something. I, I'm pretty sure it was just a skit. Maybe an SNL skit. I th- Yeah, it was an SNL skit. That really, that really caught some legs, didn't it? It's so funny, man. When he's that, I think the funniest that we laughed, the hardest we laughed during that movie was when there's that sex scene, and he's like, "I didn't want to fucking, I didn't want to do it." But he's that, there's that sex scene, and he's like, <laughs> so, "So funny, so funny." Oh, God. Um, it did start out as a uh, a Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah, thought so. That's funny. That is funny. That's funny. I also got rich. Did you watch any serial killer documentaries? Mm, I I did watch a few interviews with Charles Manson, Jeez. but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is <laughs> Does he get like newer interviews? He's no, the older oh, ones. Okay. I'm. I think he's still in the hospital right now. I th- yeah, he's still a weirdo. <laughs> but it, it was basically just him talking about how, even back then, he was saying that corporations own America. That's fair. And just, just kind of going off about the government and stuff. Was he wait? Was he saying like corporations own the populace, or was he saying like the entire government is run by corporations? The government's run by corporations. Hmm. So I just thought that was interesting that he was saying that back then. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. He's not too far off base. No, No, he's not really wrong at all. But he's still insane. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait, he is. I, I, I think you lose your sane card the instant you burn a swastika in your forehead. Yeah, <laughs> and and convince people to murder some other people, including a pregnant lady. What? No, that's I do that on a Wednesday. <laughs> you did that on whoa, a whoa, Wednesday. Whoa, easy tiger. That's admissible. Whoa. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I, I'm kidding. I didn't do that. That was a joke said in jest. <laughs> 
Any future <laughs> any future court appearances that I may have to make, I I uh, promise that was not legitimate. It falls under parody law. I hope so. Can you imagine if like I ever got pulled into court for something someday and like the freaking the the prosecuting attorney like pulls out some random shit that I said on one of our episodes as like character uh whatever character witness character background whatever they call well, it well if that ever happens to me i'm fucked <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> <It'd> <laughs> hours and hours of serial killer and scientology shit yeah. they'd be like we figured out it was you jason because you used the pseudonym chuck slovak <laughs> <laughs> no if 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 there <laughs> Shit, I was about to say, like, if there is ever a murder note that says Chuck Slovak, then it was me. But now I'm like, well, wait a minute. What if somebody listening to this show goes and murders somebody? Wait a minute. Chuck Slovak killed my mother. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just going to say, like, what if there's a murderer listening to our show? And he's like, perfect. Now he's admitted that it's going to be him, and I'll go kill people as Chuck Slovak. As soon as you... I don't know why. This is is how my brain works. Do it. You said, there's some murderer, and he said, perfect. And I was like... In my head, it was instantly an image of like, like a, a largely overweight, like mid fifties guy in a Catwoman costume killing somebody. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> if I ever kill somebody, that's how I'm going to do it. As a wait till you're fifty and overweight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, then if, you put on the Catwoman costume. Yeah, as long as I make it to fifty, I'll be fine. I, that way, I can start start all the murders. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. Uh, yeah, we're ketchup rage, or are we gonna? I I think that's it. Okay, mm, Jason, what you got? Uh, this week I saw Krispy Kreme's Power Rangers. Krispy Kreme's? Yeah, Krispy Kreme sponsored it. the fuck out of that movie. Oh, they ate a lot of Krispy Kreme's in that movie. They're, Krispy Kreme's aren't even that fucking good. They're not. They're not that good, people. The MacGuffin of this movie is legitimately a Krispy Kreme don't. Uh, oh god, a Krispy Kreme donut shop. <laughs> Lame. So, uh, I I was a huge Power Ranger fan. I don't know how huge of a fan you were, but is it worth it? Uh, so I was, I was not a huge Power Rangers fan. Like it was just one of those shows where like my friends would watch it, so I'd see it if it was on TV when I was at a friend's house. But that was about my relationship with it. Um, you know, in all honesty, like. It's it's better than you expect it to be. And I think it's borderline better than it has any business being. Uh, hmm. Like, I would see this five times before I would see a Michael Bay Transformers movie. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's, okay. it, and, that, I'm, and I'm not saying that it's great. I'm not saying that it's even, like, good. But it is, okay. it is good. Is it, oh, sorry, go ahead. Is it just entertaining like it's just a yeah fun entertaining thing to watch like it's not necessarily fantastic but it's just it is fun. yeah it is it's fun and it's entertaining uh it's very like in a lot of just random weird ways it's very very derivative of a lot of things but not quite everything you'd expect like it just it's it's a giant bag of cliches um but they're assembled in such a way that makes it flow fairly well uh Hmm. the care like there's a lot of just unrealistic and and weird bizarre characterization in it which you would expect of course um i guess i don't know not selling me so far 
It's it's yeah. I mean, like, look, Brian Cranston is in it as a fucking naked alien at one point. If that sells you, no. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sold. And the third act was not resolved with a giant blue light in the sky and a trash ring circling around it. So that's always good. It's oh, like, that, is that is good. That is good. Yeah, good, I good. That. Yeah, because like I mean, looking at that movie, that's exactly what you would expect it to be resolved as, right? Like, or just like some rubber monsters like punching each other. Yeah. Too. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I think that I mean, really, like the the bottom line comes down to it is just a giant assembly of a bunch of tropes from movies in general, not just action movies. Um, and it's all done a little bit second rate, like. There's a lot of John Hughes in it, but it's second-rate John Hughes, and there's a lot of, like, uh, there's a bit of mm. Michael Bay in it, but it's second-rate Michael Bay. Um, mm. But... I'm really not, I'm really <laughs> not selling this. I don't know. I'd say I'd say when it comes out on I, when it comes out on DVD it, or whatever, like get it through perfectly legitimate means or how, whichever means you prefer. Uh, mm. Watch it, it. It's worth a viewing. I think it's worth a viewing. I I'm not but not not necessarily a theater viewing. Should I wait five years for my next poop day and then watch it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think like I think there are things to enjoy in this movie, and I had a good enough time watching it. Um, I I do just have one question though. Yeah. Does does Ivan Ooze show up? Ivan Ooze does not show up. It's pretty. It's a pretty <laughs> straightforward movie, and what I liked is that it didn't bog itself down that was too a joke. much. I know that that was a joke, by the way. I, that maybe <laughs> I would see it if it had Ivan News. I don't know. I, I'm not like that's the thing is I know who Ivan Ooze is, but I just I I'm not bogged down enough in Power Rangers knowledge to. Oh uh, well, when that's when literally the, f- the full encapsulation of my Power Rangers knowledge is that I remember there was a movie that had Ivan News in it because my sisters used to watch it. I watched Mighty Morphin Power Rangers like every day. I had action figures. My brother sent my Pink Ranger on fire with oh. his friends. What a dick! Like, I, yeah, I loved Power Rangers, and when that movie came out, that was like the best day of my life <laughs> I, well i bet you if you wouldn't i bet you would feel the same way that jason and i felt about ninja turtles yeah that's you know yeah, what like, that came out of ninja turtles like yeah totally dude but it wasn't a good movie that is yeah that that right there it is i grew up with ninja turtles no i'm not saying that but but just that that you had a relationship with power rangers yeah so it was like i don't even care if that wasn't the best movie ever that was that's the power rangers i think so i think this movie was perfectly on par with ninja turtles 2 Um, okay you know it's it's fun the characters are a bit like cartoony and you know not very deep and there's a lot of like weird contrivances but overall like it it you know it flows together just fine and it's a lot of fun um and like it's very diverse, which is kind of cool. Like it's it's odd that like it took a Power Rangers movie to actually have a blockbuster with a a really diverse cast, but um, it's very representative in almost every way it possibly could be, which is kind of cool, you know. When I I read a little thing today that they're thinking of um, in the next one casting the Green Ranger with a female, yeah, which I think is pretty fucking cool. I don't I don't understand what the the significance is there the green ranger was always a guy show was, was a guy he was that guy who looked like he was in backstreet boys 
Or in sync. No. Yeah. No. No, we're not ringing any bells. Jason David Frank, uh, right? He, yeah. My literally, he, he, my, had, he had the dagger that was the like flute thing, and he what? called forth forth his <laughs> his sword. He had the, the ocean. Yeah. He had the, the weird golden big thing around his neck and shoulders. Well, he started out as the Green Ranger, which was <laughs> evil, and then he became good and became the White Ranger. Uh, okay. And Matt's just looking at me like. <laughs> so, <laughs> Lord, I will literally all I literally all I remember about that show is. Well, well, let me tell you this. It, all, all, okay. all that is yeah, actually yeah. from Super Sensei, from Japan. Okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> Power yeah. Rangers was a dubs Japanese thing. Yeah, like all the fight scenes, the Zords, everything is from Super Sensei, which was a show in Japan, which I have the entire series of. Wait, seriously? So the American Power Rangers with the actors only did the it, not in costume scenes yeah they were never in costume yeah like all fight scenes everything was like all monsters are from super sensei oh my god that explains so much <laughs> <laughs> and super sensei is pretty fucking cool like it's kind of it's really kind of like a kid's godzilla show sure well i used to watch ultraman when i was a kid oh yeah i loved ultraman yeah. <laughs> i so i will say uh First off, the the Green Ranger, not the new one, but the old Green Ranger in this movie was Rita Repulsa. So well, she, she's the villain. Yeah, she's the villain, but she started as the Green Ranger. Huh. Yeah, which what? is kind of fun. Um, uh, um, boo. Uh, it's you just you gotta see it. But um, <laughs> okay, okay. I I will all say I remember it, from go ahead. All, all I remember from when I was a kid and Power Rangers was on at home because my sisters watched it, or it was just on. I don't know, one of the two. It's like a bunch of people standing around like doing cool arm things and then doing flips. It's like pretty much all I remember. <laughs> a lot of flips happening. Yeah, tons yeah. of flips. And there were yeah, a lot they, of flips they, in this movie too. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. do a lot of flips. Doing some cool flips. Um, yeah. And arm movements. Definitely <laughs> some cool arm movements. I remember those. <laughs> if you really want like some quality Power Rangers stuff, then I would say uh, the Power Rangers comic series, the main Power Rangers comic series that's coming out right now from Boom, uh, that's written by Steve Orlando and Kyle Higgins. Really, really, really good, um, and it's it's Mighty Morphin cool. Power Rangers and stuff like it's that I think is the best possible iteration of the Power Rangers to ever exist because the original I mean come on like the original was fun and everything but it wasn't good, you know what I mean? I rewatched it a few years ago. Rachel begs to differ. It's uh, either it, way. It, fight, fight, it, fight, fight. It's stupid, but yeah. I mean I I've watched you know Mystic Force and other Power Rangers. What? <laughs> there's so many power rangers it's like, like the these transformers and power rangers the mystic force Whoa. power rangers they had like magic wands and capes and stuff and they did magic oh good the power okay, <laughs> matt the power rangers are just like the transformers they just reinvent them over and over again so that they can sell toys that's that's they do the have like actually like the dino force Power Rangers. Mm, nice thing. try. Nice try. Come on, Matt. Pan- <laughs> there are there are pander robot dinosaurs. Pander to the pander to the robot dinosaur lover in me. <laughs> um, I no, I don't know. I I was just man, I think I was just too old for that, or like too cool, or whatever. But I just no, that, I just could not. Yeah. Into that. You you are a few years older than me. But so. that's but here's the thing is like I love all the kaiju movies, all the Godzilla verse movies. Yeah. And those are just as bad. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I don't know. It was probably because yeah. it was about a bunch of stupid teenagers who were like, "We know kung fu." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where to me that that was cool? Sure. Because yeah. I was like twelve, so 
I just wanted I just wanted f- five year old boys who uh, who made a machine to call Monster Island. Come in, Monster Island. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. But yeah, and also in the comic book world, there's a Justice League and Power Rangers crossover that's going on right now. Oh, God. No. I don't don't know about that. No. Okay, seriously, it is awesome. Mm. It is legitimately Uh great. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. No, they... I, I, like... I'm probably, like, listeners are probably like, Matt, quit being such a hater. We love Power Rangers. And the, the, the world loves the Power Rangers. Shut up. I I, I I promise you I and I actually have I have the first issue of um, the Power Rangers Justice League crossover. It's legitimately good. I will I will share it with you guys and just challenge you to read it. It's just twenty pages. All right, I'll I'll, I'll read it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna... completely on board, but I'll, I can I'll read it. I can guarantee you I won't read that. That not for any other reason <laughs> other than like I'll I'll put it in my iPad and I'll look at it every day and I'll never open it up. It'll take you five minutes, dude. It's so good. Even but that's the problem. There's but we were, Rachel and I were talking about it right before we recorded. Our our, our reading lists are getting ridiculous. Oh, I have so much. And, yeah. Like, at this at this point, my reading list is so selective. It's like if I've got time for twenty pages, I've got time for this one thing that I actually have to read for the podcast, or this one thing, you know, instead of like. Yeah. No, I hear you there. I've been going through that struggle too um struggle is real man struggle is real yeah. reading comics it's a job we've been and we've we've been booking like so many guests now and especially like people who have these long like you know uh repertoires of things that they've written or drawn where you're like oh shit like yeah a lot yeah. of shit to read um well we yeah. need to start we need to start uh coordinating and diversifying yeah, so yeah. we're not yeah anyway um yeah, diversifying in terms of like what we're reading, so we're not treading the same ground. So all of us don't have to read everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, no, I, I don't know. Maybe may, uh, Rachel can read it, and if Rachel says I should read it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Rachel will be my second opinion. Okay. <laughs> all right. They got, they got top talent on it. That's all I'm saying. Like the, the art and the writing is really, really good. So is it shit, dog? They had the RZA directed episode of Iron Fist. That didn't seem like it helped anything. Nope. Uh, nope, it, it didn't help at all. I'm not saying Riz is top talent in, in the directorial world. Oh, you were comparing that. That's just making a dumb joke. <laughs> it's true, though. I like that. It does bum me out that the that even with uh, somebody like Riz directing Iron Fist, which like it, not that he's a great director or anything. I don't really know much about him directorially, but like, well, he he had that movie come out, The Man with the Iron Fists. Oh. That's actually what the, the you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man with... I didn't that know that he directed movie. it. He did. It was a dumb movie. Oh. He's not a good director. No, I used to just... Uh, whatever. I have a stupid joke. Just, <laughs> <my> joke. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Um, but yeah, right, so, moving right along. What else you got? Power Rangers. Uh, the other night, I went to a... Uh, so, I get... Like, I didn't even know this until the other night, but Quentin Tarantino owns a movie theater out here, which is kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, uh, and so I just heard about, they were like, oh yeah, we've got, you know, there's a midnight screening of Pulp Fiction in 35mm film, and I was like, oh sweet, I'll fucking go to that, like, that's awesome. And so I went to it, and as it turned out, it was at Quentin Tarantino's movie theater, and he was there watching the movie as well, and apparently he does this, like, all the time. Um, So that was fun, watched Pulp Fiction, uh, and, uh, you know, in, like, its original 35mm cut, like... Which was, I don't know, it was just super fun and like the environment. It's kind of like when you go to Broovies for some of those like really, you know, those classic movie screenings that they do there. Like it was just a fun, you know, 
environment where everybody was just there like loving the movie i mean it, you know it's fucking midnight like yeah you yeah. know and it's it's pulled- does, does he have does he have like a throne no he just sat like in the crowd and stuff oh i, w- I would imagine him having a throne, <laughs> yeah, <he's> a throne. <laughs> um but yeah now there's and he's got like i looked at their calendar on their website and it's like every other weekend they have one of his movies screening at midnight in uh oh, in film and like oh. not only that, but then and this this must be the result of him owning it. But like the concessions at this theater are like two bucks for a large popcorn, and what? Yeah, like wow. they're actual normal prices, which is absurd. Wow! 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 That that that's actually pretty cool. Do they do so? Th- does the theater play new stuff too, or is it all just special screenings? Uh, it, I don't think it plays new stuff. I think it's all screenings, but it's not all Tarantino movies. Like every other week is no, a sure. Tarantino movie, but he's always got like. Just random stuff like Seven Samurai and like I, I was looking. Oh, at the that's full the best. Yeah, we, that uh, that's the one thing. I mean, I, uh, we have the tower, but the tower sort of altered its focus to be. I mean, every once in a while, the tower plays some old stuff, but it's pretty. Yeah. It's usually like playing, the new like, Sundance films. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I we had a, there was a theater in San Francisco we used to go to that only did screenings. It didn't play new stuff at all. Yeah, and they were always playing awesome old movies. And every four twenty, they played The Big Lebowski. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, cool. And, uh, yeah, that theater was thick. It was hard to see the movie screen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously. That was awesome. I remember we went one year, and I didn't know. I wasn't, I mean, I yeah, I, I guess I should have, in my naive younger self, was like, Big Lebowski and 420, that'll be fun. And we get into the movie theater, and then it's like, as soon as the movie starts, it was just like, I can't see the screen. It's too smoky in here. <laughs> what are we watching again? You know, I, yeah. anyway. Stupid, stupid stoner jokes. No, it's, but, that's uh, funny. <laughs> um, we, I, we, we need those. We need those movies. We need theaters that play old, that do screenings. I think that's such a, it's so fun to go see old fun movies. Yeah, it was super yeah. fun. And like it sold out. I was legitimately the last person led into the theater and they had to turn away like 40 people. Well, it's Pulp Fiction. So I, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, it was a thing where I guess like that you have to, if you want to buy your ticket ahead of time, like it has to be the latest you can buy it is two hours before the movie starts. And I didn't even realize that. So I just kind of showed up and the line for the theater was like around the block. Everyone was just like super jazzed, you know, met some, met and talked to some fun people while I was waiting in line. Like it was just a good environment, dude. Like people just, that just love film, you know, or loved Pulp Fiction or whatever, like uh going for that screening and i was when like looking at their calendar i legitimately was like like i wanted to just go back there every night with the shit that they were screening i was like god damn it like i'm gonna go broke if i keep going to these damn screenings um yeah but you won't go broke from the popcorn yeah the unbeatable prices guaranteed ding all right um that's dumb anyway (laughs) uh i'm just gonna go on a limb and say uh this may be this may have a record of flat jokes this podcast it might yeah. i yeah <laughs> i apologize to any listeners just like holy shit dude just stop yeah um, you need you, they expect they expect more out of us they expect more <laughs> like fucking rapid fire humor. oh yeah we're just we're 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 uh, like a ucb uh, troop uh, fuck it God they're like it. they're like we came for naked gun and you're just you're just dragnet right now <laughs> Um, have you guys ever heard of these, uh, things, uh, novels? What? Books? Have you ever, hmm? you ever heard of these guys? 
What, what do you get? No. Yeah. Yes, Jason, we've heard of books. Okay. Uh, that's all. That's all my apartment is. Is books. How do we kill so. Jason's book joke? It's not. It's not. It's not a joke. Don't bite. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I wasn't trying to get you guys to like go along with it or whatever. But um. Yo, Jason, what's a book? What's that? The reason I make the joke is like I. I don't think I've ever once talked about a novel on the show. Um, because I don't read them terribly often. Um, that's true. Yeah. And uh, and so I started, like, because I've been trying to dabble in some prose writing lately, and as I started, I realized that I'm woefully ignorant on, like, the the nitty-gritty formatting things involved in prose writing. Um, uh, uh-huh. And so I started going to used bookstores around here and just, like, kind of compiling a bunch of books that I want to read. Uh, so I seriously, I bought... And, like, that's the other thing is there's a freaking $1 used bookstore... Uh, that's pretty nearby me like you just it's chock full of books and they're all freaking dollar you believe that yep i can cool what kind of crazy stuff is that um some of them i bought new but most of them i bought used (laughs) um (laughs) i just i'm giving you guys a little a little reading list and then i'm going to tell you uh about one of them that i've started reading that you guys have read so we'll see if that works um that works (laughs) go go down your go down your reading list we'll check them off because I think Rachel and I both have read a shitload of books. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. Yes. By Michael mm-hmm. Chabon. Got that, and I'm really excited mm-hmm. to read that. It sounds like it's perfectly down my alley. Uh huh. Um, the Brief and Wondrous Life of Oscar Wow. Love that book. Mm-hmm. Got that. It sounded amazing. Uh, World War amazing. Z. Yes. That was one of the ones I got for a dollar, which was dope. Check. Cool. Uh, Voodoo Heart, which is Scott Snyder's collection of horror short stories. That's uh, all prose. No. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. Yeah. I actually I that now want to check that out. It was the book that got him into comics, um, or the, that got him working in comics. Cool. But yeah, so well, I'm, I'll, I'll check that out. Yeah, I'm excited you to read must. that. You must check it out. Um, <laughs> Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the That's Galaxy. Yeah. Good one. Of course. And then also along with that restaurant at the end of the universe. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. And then uh I and this is a book that I've I've listened to the audiobook version but I got it in print. Uh it's just a writing book, Stephen King on writing, of course, that you I think you guys both read that, right? Mm-hmm. I recommended yes. that to you. Yeah. yeah. Um It's fantastic. Yeah, it is really good. Yeah, it's really good and I'm I'm actually really enjoying reading it in print now. Um cuz it's I don't know, it's a little bit of a different experience than listening yeah. to it in audio. Um And then uh when I was at the Dollar Bookstore, they had a taller uh version and i don't know how good it is but jms j michael straczynski wrote a script writing book huh. for like tv huh. stuff because you know he wrote babylon 5 and, and all these other tv yeah, shows wrote, yeah. yeah um but yeah they had that there for a dollar so i was like all right fucking like i guess yeah it's a dollar yeah yeah i mean even if it's terrible i mean there's probably at least one thing in there that you could learn yeah formatting yeah it, yeah <laughs> um but yeah, then uh, the two books that I'm reading sort of concurrently right now are The Gunslinger, the first of the Dark Tower series, obviously. Ooh, yes. Excellent ooh, choice. So good. It's really good. I So I do want to say really quick, uh, I guess obviously it's, you know, I probably should talk about the books that I'm actually reading because otherwise it's just a list. Um, the What I like about The Gunslinger so far, and I'm only a few chapters in, is um, I think I'm on chapter seven or something like that. Uh, it very quickly just gives you like the objective of the book or at least you know the character's first objective like it's within the first page that you're like oh okay this guy is wandering through the fucking desert or whatever 
uh, chasing this mysterious other guy. And yeah. that's, it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's like all you need to know. And then from there, it's just like a, a whole lot of like character building, world building, like stuff like that. But it's not thrown in your face. It's all coming out through like this sort of conversation with this guy and all that stuff. Like really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm enjoying that. Uh, and then do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep, which uh, as I'm assuming most of our listeners are, are going to know. And obviously you guys know as well as, uh, you know, the book on which Blade Runner was based. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting because I, I didn't realize that the movie strayed so far story-wise from the source material. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so... They're, they're very different. Very different. And it's it's really interesting because I think they both, you know, they're both trying to talk about the same type of thing, but the approaches are so drastically different that it's really, really interesting, um, you know, reading the, the novelization and, and kind of like the some of the commentary that was lost in the movie is... Sort of like the the keeping up with the Joneses aspect of it, and kind of the the commentary that's that's more about society and and culture, uh, and you know, sort of families and things like that, than it is about artificial intelligence and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm finding that stuff really really interesting. Uh, but yeah, nice. Jason's Jason's is reading reading regular books. Who to thunk? Jason's read Jason's reading corner where he <laughs> reads the books, reads all the books. Have you read any other Dark Tower stuff, or is this all new? This is my first to exposure to it. Oh, oof. Yeah. Oh, to be me right now. Yeah. No, oh, to feel really it for cool. the first time. Um, for the first time. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I'm really excited. Actually, I'm. I'm hoping that I can get through all of these books like by the end of summer. Um, we'll see how successful I am in that. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely enjoying it, and I like also that. You know, because I've flipped through all of them, and what's what stood out to me as well is that every single writer has a very different style in which they format and lay out their books. Um, like mm-hmm. one thing I noticed in Oscar <laughs> Wow is there's no there's no like uh, quotes in Oscar Wow. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. That that one of your entire list, I think that one was probably my favorite, and it, not just because they had uh, Princess of Mars references in it, but. It's a good book. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I mean I'm I'm excited for that and Cavalier and Clay over pretty much all the other Ca- ones. Cavalier and Clay is also quite good. Mm-hmm. Um uh, yeah. I there, there's a moment where uh for some reason I wanted you to say I was just you know, there's a moment I was flipping through all these books and I just noticed they all had words in them. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that actually. And not one picture to be found. <laughs> fucking weird dude right like what what's are these books broken how do you read these where's all the pictures <laughs> this isn't a comic book <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here um well, that's yeah no that's good i uh yeah i don't know i i uh i got we were uh when i went camping last weekend i uh one of the one of our friends we went with we got into a uh we got into a philip k dick Argument, like an argument about Philip K. Dick. <laughs> wow, that was <laughs> wow. good work, Matt. Philip K. Dickument. Put it on Dickiment. the put it on the shirts. <laughs> Philip K. Dickument. Let's let's <laughs> talk to me about Philip K. Dick. Philip K. I Dick, your that. mom. Oh. oh. Put an AK Philip Philip AK Dick in you. Ah. Uh, uh. Uh, <laughs> started started violent, ended gay. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a, that's a that's how we like it. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are my favorite movies. <laughs> I I definitely now want to come out of a movie saying exactly that. <laughs> Started violent, ended really gay. What'd you see? Uh, I saw Tarzan. How did, how was it? Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, that's fantastic. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, uh, something along the lines. You're, of, you're dick. Oh, they were, we were talking about like uh, she was saying that Philip K. Dick adaptations are generally really good, at, but that his stories are crap. And oh I was boy. like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because I think his, I really like his stories. I really like his writing style. But I know a lot of people don't. I like it. It's a very bland sort of meandering writing style, and I can see how it wouldn't be appealing to a lot of people. Yes. Um, Because it's not, you know, it's not fast-paced. It's not like, you know, it's not overly expressive. You know, he's not saying, um, you know, know, Deckard exclaimed dramatically or anything like that. Like, it's all very just straightforward, you know, dumped down, like, uh, prose writing, which... I think, yeah, it's good, but I can see how people wouldn't like that. I don't know. Hey, have you, have you, have you seen any or whatever, I guess, seen, but probably the only <laughs> format, any, any of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy stuff? Did you like, did you see the movie or anything like that? So my dad's a huge Douglas Adams fan, especially Hitchhiker's Guide. Um, I saw the movie when I was pretty young. And so I honestly don't remember anything from it. I just know that it's a, a science fiction work that's really, really important and obviously hailed as being really good. So yeah, I, essentially for all intents and purposes, no, I have not. Good. I, yeah, good. One of, my, one of my most fond memories in life was... I was probably 20 something, 22, 21, 22. And, you know, it's the same thing. Like, I had known that it existed for such a long time and I'd read countless sci fi, but I just never read that. And I just picked it up from the library one day and I brought it home. It was the hardest I've ever laughed in a reading session. And oh, I just remember yeah. fondly, I read the entire book in one day, just like, like madly giggling to myself the entire time <laughs> that's awesome yeah no that yeah. that's how i felt because yeah. i i didn't really know when i picked it up so as i was reading it i'm like this is the weirdest funniest thing <laughs> totally that i've ever read and i just couldn't stop yeah that's yeah, and then i and, so then i then i went out and i bought the uh i've got the like deluxe hardbound full six book collection Ooh. Nice. Yeah, I know. Ooh. Does it stay pretty consistent across the series or is uh Hitchhiker's Guide kind of the best one? I would say Hitchhiker's is the best, but it's still it's 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 absolutely worth reading the entire thing because there's still yeah. tons of funny stuff and Hitchhiker's is just a good standalone, but he 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 embellishes more on the universe. Uh and it's it's pretty great. All right, and Restaurant but, at the End is the second one, right? I don't remember this. I don't think so. I think Restaurant in the End is like the fourth one. Fuck. Oh well, I could be wrong. I don't. I don't remember. Cool. Um, well, anyway, yeah. That's no, uh, good. that's pretty much my good catch stuff. up. I I read Doom Patrol number five as well, which was really good. That series stays amazing. Same with Green Valley. Um, you know, all the typical comics I've been reading. So I want to. I I gotta. I want to pick up Green Valley. That's on my. That's on my. I always forget about it, but. Every time you mention it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to read that. It's it's so good, man. It's like it's one of the best, craziest, weird, like, D&D-type scenario stories that I've ever seen. Like, it's really well executed. I'm into it. Yeah. 
And fucking, um, there's dinosaurs in it, dude. Yeah, I know. I'm into it. I want to read it. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. Uh, yeah, anyway. On to, on to the next one. On to the next one. On to the, on to the, on to the, on to the. Okay, we're not going to keep going. No. Because right. <laughs> um, it'll get to a certain point where it's going to go dramatically downhill in terms of uh, our ability to, to do that in any semblance. No way, man. We didn't even get to my. <laughs> wow. Um, all right. I guess it's my turn for catch up. Uh, I've been doing mad beatboxing lately, so check this dope skills up. <laughs> yeah, no, just kidding. Um, our new, our new, our new. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. I just had bread in my mouth. I'm trying to like put something in my stomach. Um, I'm just, no, no, no. I'm in, I, we we laugh at our own dumb jokes. I'm anticipating the listeners just rolling their eyes. Like, uh, let me here. Let me give you a spoon so you can scoop your eyes back into place. Cause, <laughs> uh, you probably need one, don't you, dear listener? Yeah, dear um, listener. Dear listener. Dear listener. Uh, what have I been doing? Uh, I watched Assassin's Creed. Oh shit! And good God, that's a terrible movie. <laughs> it it really is. I mean, yeah. Right. So I I asked you guys. I said, "Hey, how's Assassin's Creed?" Because that was pretty much the only thing I could do at that moment in my life was watch a movie. <laughs> and Rachel said, "There's some cool scenes in it." <laughs> <laughs> And that is accurate. There are a handful of cool scenes in it. Uh, but for the most part, that is a garbage movie. And I mean, even the acting is really bad throughout the whole thing. Even the from uh, Fast Bendy? Yeah, Fast Bendy was not good. Yeah. Like, nobody in it is good. His cousin Todd Bendy, on the other hand. Do- oh, uh. man. <laughs> I was waiting for an opening. <laughs> Damn it. That's uh, an inside joke for new listeners. You can go back and listen oh, well, at your own risk. Yeah, you can find that one somewhere. Here's the thing is, I, I, if someone said, hey, where's that hilarious Todd Bindi joke? I'd say anywhere between 45 and 85. Yeah, I have no fucking clue on any of it. Like, I wish yeah, we had no kept idea. track of all the, A, all the shirts that we said we're going to make and never going to make. Um and B, all of the weird inside jokes that happen, because I have no fucking clue. And I want to, like, I want to whittle down. Maybe someday, maybe someday we'll get famous enough that we're some, like, crazy, crazy super fans will go back and just do all this for us. <laughs> yeah. And then let us know where yeah. all our jokes were. That's the goal. Oh, Todd Bendy. Mm, episode 34, minute mark, uh, 1629. Uh, you were talking about Ted Bundy, and uh, you thought about Ted Bundy's creepy cousin, Todd Bendy. <laughs> Like, uh, awesome, thanks, dude. <laughs> I, I mean, now, now they're never going to do it because of that impression. They're gonna be like, I do not sound like that. They're like, I do not sound like that. That doesn't sound like. Who I am. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you stereotype me like that? Why do they Worst sound like an alien stereotype ever? Oh, that actually. Okay, so that actually reminds me. I did want to do a social experiment with the listeners. Um, I just, I just want to see what happens here. If everyone listening to this right now could just. Send an email to us at savagelandpodcast.com that literally says hi or hello. Like, I don't care what it says. Just send an email to us. I'm just curious to see how many people we actually get, like, responding to it. Just just as a social experiment, throw us a bone. Just send a real quick email. Just pull it up on your phone. I know you're listening to it right now. Pop in Gmail. Type us at savagelandpodcast.com. Send an email. Let's just see what happens. Anyway, continue. Nobody's going to do it. We'll see. If you do it, if, I hope so. <laughs> Yeah, just I, email though. You, like a Facebook message doesn't count, or an Instagram message doesn't count. 
Well, I mean, sure, you can Instagram message or Facebook message us, but I would heavily prefer email. Okay. Big email us at us at Savage Land Podcast. Yeah, dot com. Anyway, keep going. Resume resume with that, your catch up. A fucking Assassin's Creed, like was there were what were the redeeming qualities or were there any? Basically, like anything that happened in the video games that were cool that happened in the movie, that was cool, and then the rest of it was just shit. That's what I think I didn't like about it though. Is like they really they were like, Hey, you know what those video games look like? Let's make the movie look exactly the same. I I like the kind of I like the I, I guess there's an element of like true to source material. Yeah, that yeah, that's what I liked about it. But there were like scenes where it was like my Fassbender walking, and it was like over his shoulder, like it looked like you were playing the video game. Yeah, that I didn't really it was like. Kind of like like mm. more like the you know the eagle view, and then him diving off the building and stuff like that. That's the kind of stuff I liked, but. That was basically it. Yeah, I don't know. That and my just... one major annoyance that will just always be there is the cutscenes with the eagle flying that are just ridiculously long. And it happens like four or five times. And it doesn't need to. The cutscenes in that movie, period, man. I mean it was like it was, it was like choppy and all over the place. I have you seen it yet, Jay? I have not. I, I have no plans to either though. No, I don't see yeah, it. It's you, so, yeah, super you dumb. don't really need um, to see it, but <laughs> I don't know, man. I, you know, I. Yeah, it's, and, it's almost and, like they just can't do a good video game to film adaptation. And and like I said, I get, I get why they did the visual animus the way that they did, but I also don't really get why they put his weapons on him when he was in it. Doesn't make sense. It it's makes just zero it's, sense. It's, it's to complete the genetic connection to his ancestor. Yeah, it was really dumb. It was Wait. super dumb. I don't, I don't <laughs> know. I'm, a, I'm actually. I'm going to predict why they did that. Is there a moment when he's in the animus and he has the blade out and he accidentally stabs somebody that's uh, in the animus area rather than in the world that he's trying to stab people? Not accidentally. No. Like at the end, there's yeah, just, a reason yeah. for oh, it. Oh, it's like the twist the, where he's like, at, "Aha!" At the end, he has to go out in, in real life. Assassin Creed instead of yeah yep, there like you he go. breaks out of the animus yeah but he's got and, all his weapons on him yeah yep. so that makes sense yep. as to why they did it but it's it's still really stupid because all the other stupid. people just grab their weapons but he's already wearing his it was, it's it's dumb it's totally dumb, dumb. Don't, <laughs> don't bother and then it was like because yeah, it was like part of it was like 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 uh, like a movie where like a bunch of kids go to school and like have to learn how to like go to school together and train together to be like the mighty fucking ducks or something. Power yeah. Rangers. Yeah. What? Power Rangers. That's what that no. was. was no. It? No, what I mean is that I the Power Rangers movie was a bunch of kids like learning how to do that shit together. Yeah. No, this was oh. like that too, but it's like Assassin's Creed, but then they're like, then there's like the bully who's like, you don't belong here. I'm tougher but, than you are. But they're all adults in this yeah, but they're prison all like to- that's not a prison. It's so dumb. It's really stupid. It's really, yeah. Don't fucking watch it. <laughs> Just don't watch it. I won't. I mean, I watched it at the at the most appropriate time one could watch it. Yeah, uh, poop day. Anyway, poop day. Watch yep. it on poop day. <laughs> That's I the feel only like I should say what poop day is, but don't. it's probably it's probably better now that I don't. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Let's just we need we need to keep day. it unsaid. I think that it's much better not being said. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Uh, what else did I do in my life? Um, I learned how to whistle. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, I can't whistle. Uh, no, I've been reading comics I read. Um, I'm trying to think of them in order of least I want to talk about to most I want to talk about. Mm, they were well, all pretty good. Uh, the least I want to talk about is Glitter Bomb by Jim Zub. Read that, volume one. Uh, I really liked it. I thought it was really good. We can talk about that soon. Two weeks. Dot, 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 cryptic. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Um, two weeks. Two, two weeks. weeks. Um, <laughs> uh, I started reading, uh, I, I picked back up on Star Wars. Uh, first by reading the first three of four Han Solo issues. Oh, the Marjorie Lou ones? Uh, yeah. Uh, excellent. Excellent work by Marjorie Lou there. She did monstrous, and, and that she did, which I didn't care for. That I promised I'd go back to, so I will at some point. Um, whomever did the art for that, I don't remember off the top of my head. I just don't feel like looking it up right now. Uh, deserves a, 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 a an award for best ha- Harrison Ford artwork hmm. because people often try to draw him, and it just doesn't look quite right. Like it's always a little off. Yeah, yeah, like the the John uh, Cassidy stuff at first was like a little weird just a little off yeah it's just a, it's just like off enough for you like eh, it doesn't same with uh luke skywalker and the cassidy stuff too it's like it doesn't quite look right but anyway whomever did it for marjorie lou excellent excellent work there good job you mark person. brooks yep good job mark brooks you did it you, max brooks you it. younger brother nope nope definitely uh, not. <laughs> mel brooks other son yeah nope. that's true <laughs> <laughs> uh, just make up facts. Just make up facts. Yeah. While you do this next one, uh, I might be a little all, absent. All, I have to adjust a couple things. All my facts are seventy-five percent accurate. Um, that's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, <laughs> uh, Star Wars. Then I read X amount of Star Wars comics post Vader down, which is when I stopped reading the Star Wars series, and uh, I quite enjoy it. It's good times. How many issues is that? Or so, trades or I don't know. Uh I'm on Marvel Unlimited and I think it goes up to issue twenty three. Oh, okay. So it's not a ton. Uh it's a pretty good I mean, if you're trying to go back through and read all of them, it's a pretty big time commitment, but Yeah, that's kinda why I was But curious. I would but like you could skip Chewbacca, you could skip Princess Leia, definitely read Lando. Read the main series and Darth Vader for the Vader Down crossover. So th- those side ones, do they have anything to do with the main story? No. Okay. They're just like a one shot, like Adventure Time with Han Solo. So that's pretty good. They all take place between A New Hope and Empire. So that's like a big chunk oh. of time and that's kind of a fun. Well, almost uh, almost all of them take place between A New Hope and Empire. There's one that doesn't. All the ones that, all the ones that matter. Well, actually, there's two that don't. Um, All the ones that matter. Hey, hold on. Jeez. Have you have you read a Obi Wan and Anakin and B Poe Dameron? Uh, no, I was just I was joking about prequel. <laughs> me being a prequel hater, I did read Obi Wan and Anakin. It was it was it was not bad. I I, I don't I I don't know. I just don't care about those characters so much. But then uh, I did read Poe Dameron, and Poe Dameron's quite good. Yeah, and that was an ongoing. So yes, Poe po, po Dameron's Poe Dameron's worth reading. And then also, Rachel, uh, the only one that ties into the main series is Darth Vader. That one kind of goes concurrently, but... Right, for for the Vader down. Yeah. Okay. 
So I would read those two. Those two I would read in conjunction. Yeah. Uh, and the Vader down was hands down one of the best Star Wars stories I've ever read. Yeah, that was real fucking cool. It's super cool and super good, uh, and it's got those those adorable murder bots. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so that's I mean, kind of enough said on that. Star Wars is fun, and I'm reading some more Star Wars comics. Rachel, there's an evil version of R2 and C3PO. That's the first thing I told to Rachel. Yeah, too, that I talked about it earlier. That's what he's telling me. <laughs> it's the best. Like, if, if anyway. How do I get Rachel? Oh, Rachel, there's a torture three PO. Yeah, he's a he's a, he's a serial killer. It's, and I'm like sold. It's so good. Like <laughs> any listeners out there who have wondered about Star Wars comics, it's so worth the read. Like I know it sounds ridiculous that there's a torture evil minded C three PO out there, but I promise it works and it works really fucking well. No, it's fantastic. Uh, the I, I I mean I think the Star Wars comics are uh, on par and maybe better than some of the movies. Yes. Um, <laughs> I I, uh, <laughs> I know what your last one is going to be, and I know how you're going to use it to transition. But go ahead and figure out what other what, how you're going to get there. Shit, what is my last one going to be? Oh, no. I know and what be. are you transitioning, what into? transitioning into? You you know what <laughs> also, you're transitioning I'll, into, Matt. Don't 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 give me that. Uh, you brought it up earlier in our one, chat. What? Keep going. What? My what? last one was Black I finished uh, volume 1 of the Black Monday Murders. Yeah, I knew that was it. What? Is that it? Yeah, that was definitely it. Uh what so how oh, was really? it? Tell us tell us your impression of of volume 1 of Black Monday Murders. Um okay, nutshell, if you haven't heard of it, or you're like, hey, should I read that? Nutshell, it's like um, uh, uh, investment bankers sort of, you know, as some people uh, theorize do in our real world, they sort of run the world. There's the secret organizations, uh, but they also happen to be Satanists, demonic summoners. They're like, I don't know. Anyway, there's so witchcraft there's, there's, and like, magic involved. Yeah, kinda, but it's all based on money, so it's very—I don't know—it's super cool. So there's, yeah, there's like these secret society that sort of runs the world, and they—they're having all this weird, kind of like very complicated. Oh, uh, 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 Jonathan Hickman wrote it, so now you'll now everything else I'll say after that will make sense. <laughs> um, there's uh, like very weird, complicated infighting and like these specific roles that everyone has to play in this sort of like secret group. I don't, it's very bizarre. It's very weird. It's somewhat hard to read. It took me two times through the first section to just to be like, okay, I've got a base of where I need to be to continue reading this. Yeah, it sounds like it's a lot of world knowledge, like the way that money ties into the sort of magic and stuff. Like, it, that it's sort of establishing something that's very much different than how we're used to perceiving it kind of thing. Is that... Did you... Yeah, kind of... How, how much have you read of it? I haven't read any. That's just what I'm gleaning oh, from hearing yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're, you're not wrong. Uh, I would... I wouldn't... I wouldn't use the term magic, though. I don't think that, that that's appropriate. But anyway, so it's... it's uh, four issues it's like 200 some odd pages it's enormous yeah um and it's not all comic it's you know there's there's you know a handful of pages that are transcripts from a uh a prison conversation there's 
uh, you know, pages of like uh, uh, genealogy, lineage, you know, family, family, uh, family trees, and yeah. all sorts of just you know, it's just just I don't know, it's all over the place. And in true Hickman fashion, it's just like he doesn't feed you anything, so you have to you have to figure out a lot of it. And then there's there's a, a large amount that you just have absolutely no idea what is going on. Yeah, Hickman's so Hickman's creator owned books, and I mean even in his Avengers books, they require a lot of like paying attention to the details and stuff. Um, but man, his creator owned books do not shy away from building really really complex worlds, not slowing down to let you you know comprehend it or whatever, and just like just creating this insane tapestry utilizing not only the you know the the images in a comic book but also he'll like in the nightly news he did a bunch of like infographics and statistics and stuff like that uh that took up entire pages that also went along with the story and like um yeah and so that, that's the thing that hickman's become famous for i think this is the first time that he's really done it to that extent with another artist that wasn't himself yeah i mean it's the art is incredibly good so uh, I, I don't Coker. think it was just Yes, and I think uh, the other guy he had on there too did like kind of the, like the the lettering and the word pages mm. uh, and the formatting on those. It's it's it is it is something else. I mean, it's an impressive impressive comic book, and I you know I hesitate to say it's one of the best I've ever read, but it's definitely one of the most sort of like well thought out, crafted, put together, just kind of a gorgeous you know unit of art for lack of a better way to put it because it doesn't it's not just a story it's almost i mean i don't know it's it's just very immersive that's cool i i like that a lot and that's that's the type of thing that got me into hickman because we so we've had a long and complicated relationship with jonathan hickman on this show i still have a i still have a long and complicated relationship with hickman yeah and and i mean i'm still not i'm still not like 100 percent on board with him I'm not either. I, at all. And I recognize the guy is like, I mean, he's, you know, he's like, he's like, um, uh, like, uh, uh, what's the analogy? I can't think of a good analogy, but he's just sort of like on this, uh, on this other level where I'm like, I can't tell if you're just like trying too hard or you're really just that good. Yeah. And I, I think he toes that line. I think on some of his works, he's trying too hard. And on some of his works, he's really that good. Um, you know, I've, I've heard a lot about like transhuman and red mass for Mars where they kind of like, it was, he, you know, he was trying some really, really deep things like that. Like he did on nightly news or on black Monday murders or some of his other stuff, but that in some of his works, it's just sort of fallen flat. Um, kind of like it did in, in, uh, infinity on Avengers. Like when he, that was the point that Jonathan Hickman's Avengers really, really suffered is when it went through that infinity crossover and it just wasn't yeah. able to execute as well as uh, I think they had hoped. Yeah. And despite that, I mean, it got really, really good, you know, toward the end with Secret Wars and all that stuff. But like, um, but yeah, and I think that I think that it, to answer like that sort of thing that you're wondering, I think it's a bit of both. I think he is that good, but also sometimes he can sort of try too hard or reach too high. Yeah. Uh, uh, my point being, I, I, I would say as sort of a lesson in comic books and potent comic book potential it's worth reading yes um and it does not i i think the thing i appreciate about it most is his dialogue is <coughs> is is uh complicated you i mean you really it's like probably how real people would if you just happen to like drop in on five minutes of somebody's conversation 
I feel like that's what his dialogue is like. It's doesn't. It's not like, hi, my name's Matt. I used to be a paper boy, but now I work at the dentist. You know, it's like <laughs> well, uh, uh, nobody <laughs> says that. And why would you say that? You know, so he, yeah. his, his his interactions with people feel very feel very real, and you know, maybe pretentiously smart. I mean, I think you could probably take a little bit of you know, like okay, easy, buddy. You're using. Nobody uses that many big words in a sentence, but I think in this context of these like societies, these secret societies, and this like uh, like extreme upper class level of of people that they might I, I don't know it's 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 well worth checking out and dark as shit. I love that it's super dark. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Where was I leading into with that, Rachel? I don't know. I don't know Music and comics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, oh, Jason. you're welcome. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, no, I was get, so I'm going to start. Here's my, my new thing on the podcast. I'm going to start when I read comics. I'm going to uh, put a musical pairing to them because I thought that'd be fun. Yeah, hell yeah! Like 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 fun music to read while you're listening to us and stuff that like kind of popped into my head as I'm reading it. Uh, and specifically with the Black Monday murders, I listened and felt very appropriate um, to the group Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum. Whoa! And their album of Natural History. And they do very theatrical, very kind of like frenetic, dark uh, music where they sing about, uh, um, you know, being the, uh, what do they call it in the thing? Let's see if I have the, like they're singing about, I am the adversary. This is, you know, you know, just being kind of like satanic-y and apocalypse and stuff. And, apocalypse Apocalyptic, uh, um, apocalypsis. Anywho, check them out. Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum. Read, uh, read Black Monday Murders. Enjoy that. Enjoy that, and, and let the darkness flow through you. <laughs> um, yes, but if you wanted to take, yes. if you want, let it flow you wanted, through you. If if you if let the hate if, flow if you, through if you. If you wanted to, if you if you if you could do anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh if you wanted to uh you could also i would also recommend um there's a new artist his is goes by zeal and ardor and they play uh like music uh like uh, like uh african spirituals from the slavery days mixed with death metal that's pretty interesting and and super hmm. dark so hmm. you could do that or if you want to take the f- the friendly route and just go to something that's a little bit more that you're that you're like mm, you know i'm going to go like run the middle ground here i want some familiarity uh i think uh closer by 9 inch nails would be appropriate ah. cool. yeah and that's been Matt's I, I, Matt's. I was music. wondering if you were going to mention Nine Inch Nails. Sorry, not closer. A downward spiral. Um, and that's closer being a, the single from Downward Spiral. But uh, yes, Matt's those, are, those, those. Matt's music. Mall. Yep. Magma. Matt's music. Magma. Magma. Um. <laughs> anyway, oh that's God. pretty much all the ketchup I got. I played Tom Clancy's Wildlands. That was like, that was fun. It's like open world, the game, the nice. ride. Um, Did you guys ever see Mr. Show where they had they had coupon the movie? And oh, they had coupon yeah. the movie, the ride. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so good. 
Um, anyway, well, the show uh, the show's pretty much been all catch up, but uh, I did have uh, one question for for sort of a topic. Unless you still have got more catch up, Matt, go for it. So you know, in this spirit, and I, I'm kind of glad that it was pretty much all catch up today because we didn't have too much uh, to go on other than that. But um, the big question I was wondering, and it was it was a question that came up after watching Power Rangers. Um, if you had a new blockbuster franchise that you were about to, uh, you know, start releasing or get involved in, um, and you were hiring a director, uh, for that sort of flagship movie or that franchise starter, and you could only choose between Zack Snyder and Michael Bay, who would you choose and why? But what's the, what's the franchise? Uh... Doesn't matter because if you if you it does matter because if it's an open ended franchise you could pick the perfect franchise for those directors. Sure, right. but let's let's like let's, like if if it was like if it was like if it was like if the franchise was like Street Sharks I'd be like well Michael Bay of course who else would do Street Sharks <laughs> better than Michael Bay would. <laughs> but if you were like if you were like um uh, uh I don't know I can't even think of what Zach I don't Zack Snyder's the worst. <laughs> so let's like let's let's just say <laughs> if it was like a ah real monsters i'd probably go with zach Snyder. let's let's say for instance let's just say it's the uh valiant superhero universe that's way too vague let's we, if we're asking this question to our listeners i i because a i don't know the valiant superhero universe at but all. i think that's fine because yeah. I'm, I'm basically what i'm saying is like let's like just a superhero franchise you know, just generic superhero. Yeah, essentially, like just just a sort of big with, action tentpole franchise with uh, excellent man and um, dark guy. Yeah, sure. And and uh, uh, boobs, <laughs> boobs girl, boobs girl. <laughs> because you know, both of those directors would just make her boobs girl. Yeah, I feel like Michael uh, Bay has a little bit more likelihood to make her boobs girl than Zack Snyder. Mm, maybe I don't know. Uh, I'd still go Michael Bay. Really? I just because I really Zack Snyder just bothers the hell out of me. Hmm. Yeah. What about you, Rachel? Zack Snyder. Go ahead. Actually, Zack Snyder is not. He's not boobs girl. He's abs guy. Yes. <laughs> Zack Snyder will make sure that, that there is yeah. a sweaty, oily man that's really, really buff in every movie he directs. Ugh. That is true. Ugh. Rachel, who would you choose? No, Zack Snyder did Sucker Punch, guys. Come on. Dude, freaking Michael Bay did all the Transformers movies. I'm just saying, I'm not I'm just saying Zack Snyder did a whole movie about Boobs Girl. <laughs> sure, but it's not every movie that he does. Okay. <laughs> Suicide Squad, oh, that wasn't That wasn't him. Okay, anyway, um Rachel still going to still going to still, still going to go Michael Bay. What do you think, Rachel? Can I take the third option of nope. just killing myself? Nope. They 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 lock you in a room with no methods of killing yourself until you make a choice. Oh. They keep you on life support. Yeah, you're you're welcome God. to kill yourself after making the decision. <laughs> um The world may want you to, but uh <laughs> I think I'd choose Michael Bay. Really? I just he's just the worst. I, I just can't 
like Zack Snyder. I can't either. I can't, I can't like him. See here, I, I think I think I think here's I think there's I think the big a big reason is because I think I've been burned harder by Zack Snyder than I've ever been burned by Michael Bay because I I know exactly what I'm expecting in a Michael Bay. Yeah, movie. exactly. I was, I was going to say that I know what to expect from Michael Bay. It's just explosions and like childish jokes and exactly. whatever you know and like yeah i'll just you know we all just go get stoned out of our minds and watch transformers for two hours and be like oh it was fun yeah instead of walking out of batman versus superman and be like god you ruined everything <laughs> what have you done <laughs> what have you done <laughs> see so i i actually is as far as this particular decision goes i am much more inclined to to choose Zack snyder because i think that for all the falls and i mean i've made it pretty clear my sort of opinions on how Zack Snyder has done with most of his films. Uh, yeah, because you loved Man of Steel, didn't dude, you? I loved it. I loved it. Um, and by, by the way, for, for anybody for anybody who's not sick of my voice yet, uh, in a couple of weeks, I'll be on uh, the DC uh, Cinematic Minute podcast talking about Man of Steel one minute at a time, much like we do on Night of the Living Dead. And uh, so you can hear... You can hear my unbridled thoughts on Man of Steel uh, on that podcast. So it was a fun time. Spoiler: He loved it. <laughs> he loved it. Um, but so I, my biggest sort of point here that I kind of tend to side with Zack Snyder more is that first and foremost, I think that Zack Snyder puts more thought and effort into his movies than Michael Bay does. I think that. When Michael Bay is developing one of his movies, he just goes, all right, like, you know, let's like the the thing that he approaches first is mass appeal, you know, making sure it will appear appeal in every single market, uh, making sure that they have as many like like get their product placement and, and sort of like sponsorship in order. And then, OK, let's just grab a generic action plot, throw in some women in scanty clothes, do tons and tons of CGI robot fights. And that's that's what we're doing and that's the movie whereas with Zack Snyder I feel like he for all the wrong that he's done I think that the source of the problem with a lot of his movies is he takes the wrong message out of the things that he's adapting and then goes full in on that but the like he but he's starting with the wrong foundation even though he's putting in tons of effort trying to develop something that he thinks is good he's starting with the foundation of thinking that you know Superman is a burdened and you know like uh, uh, pessimistic character that is weighed down by the problems of the world and then goes full bore on that. You know what I mean? Like, I think that he puts in all this effort, but he just, he it's really, really, really misdirected. Whereas with Michael Bay, I think that he puts the minimum amount of effort possible. But it's still not misdirected. Uh... You're not changing. You're not going to change my mind. Yeah, mine either. Uh, yeah. Listeners, weigh in if you haven't. And and I hate Michael Bay. <laughs> just for the record, I just there's <laughs> such a lack of thought yes. in all of his films. But but I I agree with Matt that he hasn't burned me as hard as Zack Snyder uh, has. No, I was like, I wonder what's going to happen in this. I wonder. I I wonder what's going to happen in this Transformers movie. Yep. I wonder what's going to happen in this Ninja Turtles movie. Yep. Yep. Versus, oh man, I wonder what's going to happen in this Batman versus Superman movie. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. No, no. Martha. 
That's that's why. Yeah, yeah. I get you. I, I feel the same way. Listeners weigh in. Uh, uh, tweet us at Savagelandpod Pod or send us an email us at savagelandpodcast.com. You can also leave us a voicemail with your full opinion on who's better. Four one three Savage Four is the number you'll call. Um, and by the way, like that that experiment for everybody sending me an email. That I'm not gonna like. We're not gonna spam you. We're not gonna. We're not using it for anything. We're just curious how many people will respond. In fact, unless you say specifically okay to respond, we will not respond to you. Promise. Yeah. And we won't sell your shit. Definitely. Yeah. Like we that. won't give away your email. This is admissible in court. Yeah. This is just. We will not. For we will not send you anything. That you're actually there. Exactly. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you can listen to the podcast, and that's where we'll throw all of our garbage at you, and you have that choice to listen or not. Versus. You would not have a choice if we just started spamming you with email, so we yeah. will not do that. No. I don't yeah, like we, it. We want do that. to keep you. We don't want you to go away. <laughs> so we like you. Unless, unless, unless you're on team Zack Snyder, then I am on the fence, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so at the very least, send us an email just saying hi, whatever, uh, or let us know Zack Snyder or Michael Bay. Um, whether you're on my side or on Matt and Rachel's side, team, team LA, team Utah. Um, and then also, if you have any questions, if you have any questions for writer artist, Jeremy Hahn, who will be on the show next week, please also send those to us. Um, Jeremy Hahn, he created writes and, uh, is the main series artist on the beauty. Uh, he's also done tons of artwork for, uh, various Batman related books, uh, the darkness, a bunch of like image top cow books. He's, He's been he's been a, a consummate professional for many years and is now sort of uh, taking huge prominence as a creator owned writer and artist uh, at Image Comics. So and we've I mean we've glowed about the beauty thus far. Yeah, really go read the beauty. It's super good. Yeah. So if you have any questions for Jeremy Hahn, uh, please send those to us and we'll be interviewing him next week. Uh, make sure you get those questions to us by Sunday, which is the day we will be interviewing him. Um, and uh, we'll be posting about it and everything. But yeah, send them via either Twitter or us at SavageLandPodcast.com. Um, let us know Let us know what your questions are for him. Y- y- yep. Yerp. Uh, yep. And uh, anyway. Maybe, maybe we'll even ask him. <laughs> Zack Snyder versus Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, can be, he'll, he'll be our... Uh, authority, uh, authority answer. Maybe, maybe that'll be our ongoing those. question for every guest. Maybe. <laughs> like you, you had to have one of them direct an adaptation of your work. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Imagine, imagine Michael Bay's The Beauty. <laughs> Those oh, explosions God. would be real fucking cool. They would be. <laughs> some very explodey heads. Zack Snyder. Yeah. See, Zack Snyder's The Beauty might not be too bad, depending on if he had any story control or not. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, the listeners weigh in. Um... <laughs> Any other any other stuff for this week, guys? Um, no. <laughs> there's one thing that Jenica hates more than anything else I do in the life is she says, "Are you done?" And I say, "Um, fuck you, yeah, fuck you, I hate you." <laughs> God, I would. Kill I you. I do that as well. I'm guilty. Uh, no, let's wrap her up. All right. Well, we gave you the info. You can also, any, any way to reach out to us is in our show notes. Uh, so you can check in our show notes for our number, our email, our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook, all that stuff. 
Um, please reach out, send us a message saying hey, and uh, hopefully weigh in on uh, both of those questions we asked. So, oh, great, and th- thank you for listening. Thank you.